other participants. It's myself, Tony Martin. One vote. Ben Cavalier. Two votes. And of course, Richard Martin. Three votes. Three votes. Just now, Richard. Right. Got a few good games against Richmond this year. Yeah. Well, uh, now that's about the Brown Room. Is that what they show is? Now, this is something that comes out of Melbourne every year. It's absolutely ridiculous. People eating dinner, guys reading out numbers. Who's got the garbage out of this year? It's like a lotto with a dinner service. Uh, yeah. But uh, the bit that Richard really likes is the arrival of the lady guy at the start. That's really what it's all about. Downhill from there. And I think uh, someone asked me if I may have said that, uh, you know, the lot of the girls, it's their night of nights. Yeah. But who calls it? Well, maybe. I just said that they were being rewarded for a long year of turning a blind eye. Well, that's, you know, that's one way to look at it. So I watched them last night to see if I was right now. I was because they show up in the frock. Yeah. You know, it's all been done for them, and they look straight down the barrel of the camera. Wow. And the look of determination that says, "He might have hooked up with you in a nightclub in Gosford, but he comes home to me, lady." That's right. <laughs> to a new tech scandal denying his wife's cheating claim. He says... I'll recommend a tennis player. You can love it. Get in there and have a dance for you. While she claims... Don't go near him. It's not worth it. He is a dirty man. What is he that plays flat bass? Whenever he does a press conference. There was more music in the music than in bass. Certainly, any big stories over there sports-wise, Mr. Marcy? What are you sitting on? Uh, well, um, fishing, sports fishing. Oh, oh yeah, we're people love fishing. Yeah, um, an Irish trawler has scooped up an unusual catch of cannabis right, right. Uh, worth $2.3 million in the Atlantic. Okay. This is amazing. Eight bales made up of 200 kilograms of drugs mm-hmm. uh, about 80 kilometers west of the Irish coast. Um, this is the second time, as a matter of fact, the eight bales of cannabis has been caught. Matthew McConaughey caught it a few months ago. <laughs> <laughs> it back because it was too small. That's right. Yeah. That's the law. You've got to throw it back when it's too small. Boom, boom. Okay. Oh, dear. The boom, boom. This is being destroyed. Sorry. It's only Tuesday. He booed me for the thing about the brown one. We need to play some music. Come back with some actual material. Next, I'll get this.
have time to write the, uh, the column. I know. We're talking about footballers. Well, they get up to a bit of in this week's part here in Jane. Sly of WA writes in and says, Hey, ladies, what's the craziest thing you chicks have got up to on a weekend bender? Replied Katia. Oh, we're going to dangle some sizzle for the list. Oh, dear. Look 
at this, because Ed Cavalli has been promising new segments and prizes in the new time slot. He's had a lot of meetings. And can I say, uh, apart from a very enjoyable dinner and a nice chat, uh, all of the things that were eventually going to come true didn't they? Oh, sure. Uh, okay. uh, Speaker, all of these predictions, Mr. Speaker, did not come uh, true, Mr. Speaker. Well, if the prediction was we'd have a lovely time, then it came through. What have you got for the next break? Uh, we're going to play uh, the sizzling hot game, Neighbours Pot or Not. Next, we'll get in.
I reckon it's really dangerous. Incorrect, my friend. Oh, <laughs> 
said the other day you were floating on Talkback Mountain. How does Richard Marsland live his life? No one, oh, this is the one I desperately wanted to do. No one called in. Yeah. But the listeners have got on board. Oh. Now, that's cool. Somebody suggested it was a bit Buffalo Bill. Uh, no, that was mine. Someone said it was a bit Red Dragon. Well, Jamie, oh, sorry, Jasmine has uh, emailed in. Pardon me, Gav. Uh, it can't get to a phone right now, but I imagine Rich's one-bedroom flat would be uh, tastefully decorated in the style of the bar from the start of a clockwork orange. Lots <laughs> of furniture made of naked ladies. Yeah, right. <laughs> anyway, that's getting close. Uh, what I saw with the own two eyes. Here's one from Glenn Mill, uh, who says that I think Marvel's place is like the creepy kid bedroom in American Beauty. <laughs> Everything looking very clean upon rows, but on rows and rows upon rows of paint of him upskirting people. Oh. Uh, that sounds absolutely right. I'll do for my urine in a little bar fridge for my father to collect later on. Absolutely right. right. Is that okay? Here's what I want to say that apparently you live in stately Wayne Manor, complete with a back cave. Oh, it's stately Wayne Manor. That's something people have been emailing in about. Massive disappointment that Adam West isn't going to be here. People saying, surely you could have put this house burned down in case you haven't heard it. The Riddler is our best. So, the Riddler. But who are we going to get instead? Well, we're getting Billy West, who knows. Ren and Stimpy, both cartoon work. Somebody suggested we should get this person. Genuine Cavalochi actual footage of Ed Cavalier butchering 
John McClane quote here. Now, so then they record that, but where are they when I'm doing Perfect Day, uh, Lou Reed's Perfect Day with a friend of mine on arrival today? That's a fun one to get a party going with Joe and he remained nameless. And he's singing and I'm doing air keyboards. Where's that? Where's that? Some of my best work. They will get down on the dance floor with a bit of Perfect Day. We follow a bit of heroin after that, man. In the sister eye. Oh, no, what's on there? Apart from, oh, it's just all kind of like 40 minutes of that. No, Lee Winnell's in there. Oh, Andrew McCarrow's in there. Oh, yeah. Richard's editorial and his excellent interview with Alexander Downer in there. Good job. So, Food Fighters instrumental for Lee yeah, to, uh, yeah. Don Brandt's in there. It's all free. It's all at iTunes or triple M, triple What a fabric. You've been in there? Oh, I tell you what's looking good. Lookalike gallery. Oh, yeah. yeah. We've all got our own separate lookalike gallery yeah. now. And Richard has just gone up and I tell you what, Tracy Gold. I'm growing from growing from On the weekend, just going through that. Where's Tracy Gold from growing up? Of course. You look so much like her. People are requesting. If you had a wig on, you could say you were her and try and get free stuff. They want the three of us and Maddie D to dress up as Craftwork for the uh, website. They reckon that'll be a play by but There's five people in Craftwork, isn't it? There? No, there's only four, I think. There's four of them on stage doing their email. Craftwork concert. I'm up for that. You're saying it was a fifth one. I think there was. Not severe enough. Yeah. That's a good one. Hey, let's have some Craftwork as we climb Northback Mountain. <laughs> Since we opened the Guinness Book of Records, yes. we're always looking for records that we've broken. Here's a story from New Zealand. This uh, bloke here, Dave Mullins from Wellington, has claimed a world record after swimming 244 metres underwater on one breath. Pretty good. In a suburban Wellington pool. Uh, yeah, he broke the record that he set himself uh, just recently. Is that? Yeah, is that all? He was underwater, one breath for four minutes and two seconds. Is that possible? Yeah. It's not anything short. Because I once made it from the airport to the city on one breath. It's just in a cab. <laughs> left me no option. Particularly <laughs> I love it when the cabbie has one of those little Christmas trees hanging there, but clearly no deodorant. That's good, isn't it? I mean, just want one of those under each arm. Squire. <laughs> That's the way to break that record. Yeah. Start at the airport. Yeah. You've got to choose the right cab. They're obviously not all suitable for that record. You're putting cabby at the bottom of the pool. <laughs> you need on the actual fabric upholstery so the sink is really steep in. Oh, yeah. yeah. Permanent. Yeah, but the vinyl and leather. And we could beat. It would slide right off the beat. Yeah. 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 How many cabbies have just switched over to talk back? Sorry, cabbies. Mean, mean it. <laughs> Uh, no, but that's no good. What, what record are we going to break today? Have you got? Well, look, the only record that I think any of us uh, qualify for is either the longest we've been on a watch consecutively or oldest piece of clothing still on rotation. Because oh. I can only see the collar of Richard's shirt. Yeah. Yeah. But it is very frayed yeah. in each of its life, Rich. What, yeah. what are you sporting there, Rich? What have we, what have we got? It's been going for years. It's a grey Detroit Red Wings t shirt. Oh, very nice. Yeah, and it's been going. That has been going. You guys, what are we talking? Before 1999, I reckon. Something like that. Eight years? It's been going for eight years. I have another one holding up, and that is the first concert I ever attended, which was the Buddha Guru. Oh, it's like 92. That's still going. Oh, that's going still. Wow. That's really strong. What a concert t shirt. Many of Richard's t shirts have been uh, valued by David Dickinson on the road show. <laughs> <laughs> have a look. I've got an even older. Oh, 92. Is it? 
Yeah, no, I've got a T-shirt I still wear from 93. It's an official Bajar T-shirt. Ooh, wow. Oh, I like to wear it to, uh, you know, anything sort of uh, posh or fancy that I'm going to. What just like things do you go to? Oh, um, you know, like um, Bands of the Wire, uh, Get Together, <laughs> stuff like that, you know, your big dive event. <laughs> $25 a plate. Yeah, lovely. Yeah. The, the shoes in particular can hold up particularly well. Yeah, but what labels? It's all about labels. That's what I'm saying. Take the barjacks and you just go, yeah, it's, uh, you know, so it's barjacks, you guys pronounce barjacks. Oh, barjacks. Ricardo Montalban. Yeah, a bit of Montalban. That's my language. But I invented it's just taking existing words and uh, finding Ricardo Montalbanish pronunciations for them. Chocolate ice cream. Oh, delicious. Try yourself at home. Delicious. Ambulance. I'm maybe along. Okay, longest serving item of clothing. I think the budget t-shirt would be mine. Uh, what about you, Ethos? Yeah, I've got a, uh, a jumper from high school. Uh, it doesn't have a logo on it. It's just one of like, those champion jumper. It's got purple sleeves. And a green middle. Looks as good today as the day I got it. Is it one of those ones with all the kids' names on the back? Uh, no. <laughs> Although I do have a beauty, acting out that you mention it. Jingle Bell, the Wisconsin Presbyterian Church uh, Choir from 1988, <laughs> featuring Becky Spangler on organ. <laughs> That's an absolute winner. Wing from the day in the Cousins Picnic, 1998. That's a winner. We have Becky Spangler on organ every day here at the That'd be a good sound, right? Oh, actual prizes. Do we have prize music? I don't think so. Mm-hmm. You can have to do it live, Mr. Marsman. <laughs> Yeah, 
final game, but uh, the 94 grand final there. Oh, mate, I can't remember. I believe we got beat by Parasail from the front row. Remember that? Yeah, I think uh, Roy Simmons from over in the corner with a few minutes to go. Uh,
You think that would sort of be, you know, what's that thing where they uh, put it on the heritage listing? You think that might have It's now, I think he's just handed me an urgent memo that there's now an accountancy firm called Stacks of Tax. Is that true? Really? Well done. Well done. Well, done. Yeah. Okay. well when we filmed that segment, I did know that it was uh, only a few doors up from the State Bank, <laughs> which was the State Restaurant that opened inside a bank. <laughs> Next way to please. There is a good day out. Yep. 
Is it AC painted on the show? Have you painted on the show? I thought it's stolen furniture. Well, I painted it heaven, basically. Uh, Fox Kelly in the main living room. Second living room, we've got a Super Nintendo lounge. Yes. Uh, we've got Mill Creek furniture out the back, which yes. is made out of plywood and borrowed red crate. Correct. Uh, the world's smallest kitchen. Yes, incredible. Yeah, it's like a caravan. You can't have two caravan kitchen. You can't have two people in there. No, seriously. Under any circumstance. No, you couldn't have, like, shoot a, a porno movie and have someone leaning over opening up the oven. You could. Whoops, no, hey, there you go. You okay. couldn't do that there. <laughs> if the only two people that can get in there at once are those contortionists from Circus LA. They're the only two people that can both make a cup of tea at the same time. That's what's sad about his place. In his bedroom, he doesn't have an electric blanket. That's true. What he does, he gets one of those little heaters. He pulls it towards the edge of the bed, throws the dinner over the heater, and makes like this warm tank. Sort of electronic Dutch oven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. 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 my warm tank. Yeah. 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 And it works. It does work, yeah. It's it quite dangerous because you yeah. you could. You I've only woken up to the smell of smoke once. Yeah. And that was. Hey, not kind of related. We love accidental jokes. You were talking about free jokes. What do you mean by that? Honestly, meaning that if, if, if a joke you get for nothing, like for example, um, my partner from the dad, we gave him a, a, a camera for his birthday, yeah. and, he, and he said, he straight back said, does it come with an upskirting um, function? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a free joke. <laughs> that's for nothing. <laughs> but what I hate is when you're yeah, you're like, yeah, oh, God, that's good. Where's the upskirting function? Hero there, wouldn't he? Sure. Or maybe not. 
you would think. I mean, he would certainly have all the options ready at his fingertips as to how to get out of the prison using die-hard techniques yeah. and also how to do some Bruce Willis acting, I imagine. Bruce Willis acting. Who's the bad guy in Die Hard? Not the one who was... Alan Rickman? Not the one who was the reporter. Goodenough. Who was that guy? That's right. Alexander Goodenough was also a witness who passed away a couple of years ago. Oh, did he really? Yeah. The front one with the blonde hair. Sorry. Let me go on and it. No, on the movie nerd country. Back of the hayride. Just up the back. Wind in the air. When I hear that name, Goodenough, I just can't stop seeing Gurney go Goodenough from... The Richard Donner film, they're going to be there. We tied it all back up. Nice little bow. Very nice. Sorry. Sorry to go so movie nerdish on you, Glenn. Right, If we have to, we will mention some of your film credits. <laughs> Angry Husband and Evil Angels. You've been talking about it every time. Yes, my performance, Ricky and Pete. Tell me, you told me a great story that you were slagged off by the writer of a film you were in on a commentary track. Yes. Which one was that? Lance 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 Mm. You've seen him dance on the belly. Never even seen him come up with a line as good as you'll keep blue blade. Yeah, exactly. yeah. Good luck to you. Mm. I thought about that. Talking about that, I don't want to sound like this, you know, overly sensitive. Who's the actor? Well, you are in a cravat today, please. And you are on get this. The moment that kind of thing. And I brought in a cheese butter. All right, let's go outside, shall we? For once, go out there, George. Put the DVD down and go under the sea. Comes in and I said to him, you know, is that, is that shark? And um, 
Well, thanks. Um, me and my mate were surf fishing, and he waded into the water to get uh, the fish he caught and got beat on the manhood by a crab. <laughs>
Thanks to everyone who went under the sea today. You know, um, this segment has gone slightly over. Yeah. And sadly, we may not have time for Kenny G. Yeah. What am I talking about? Let's find out next. <laughs> On Triple M, sadly, we don't have time for Kenny G, MD. That will hopefully be at this time for Mark. What we do have time for is injuries. Because Glenn Roberts is with us. We just had quite an alarming story about a man who stood on a stingray and popped it. And he got a round of applause. He did. Injury of the day. But what do these sort of injuries sound like? What does it sound like to be hit with some capsicum spray? Have you ever heard anyone assaulted with capsicum spray by the police? I've never seen it in person. Well, this is what it sounded like on Police 107 on the Crime Investigation Network. It was your decision to go in there. You made that choice to steal that bottle of bourbon. That bottle of rum. But Simon doesn't accept the consequences, and on the way back to the station, he decides the only way to get out of trouble is to escape from the moving police car, and then fight the police as they try to stop him. But this only leads to a dose of pepper spray, and another charge that leads us to arrest. I can see, I can see, I can see, I can see. Get your feet on the car. What does it sound like? You're trying to go somewhere. Don't tell me, bro. Don't tell me. I can't do it Leave the controller to the stopper at least five metres far away. Mm, no, the antenna is going to touch the door. What happened there? Ow! In breach of the instruction book. I wish I got paid, bro. Yeah, it's painful. And just for political balance, let's pay the Mr. Kevin Rudd.
first that one.